You know, I've told you about kid superheroes. The kid space force. Detective dogs. And a race car driving cat. Kids that can quantum leap into and out of every video game imaginable. All of this and so much more. So many tales that abound in this wondrous town. Splendid West Virginia. But somehow I've never told you a tale of the secret agent kid society. Well, that ends today. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. Secret Agent Kids Society. Top Secret Files. Case number 17. Secret Agent Kids Society agents Jenna and Zoe were on the case. The super-secret duo had been sent into Cabell schools to investigate suspect teachers. Professor A assigned the mission. There is a spy in that school. You may be Cabell's last hope. At first, all seemed typical. Cabell is just like any normal school in any average city. Zoe should know she'd worked undercover in many schools. Jenna, conversely, was a rookie. Look close, Zoe warned. Somebody here is harboring a deep secret. Jenna had originally suspected Mr. Mustache. There's something suspicious about him. Zoe disagreed. He stands out too much. The person we seek will try to conform, blend in seamlessly. Mr. Mustache, whose handlebar stash stretched a full two feet off each side of his face, definitely did not blend in. Principal Cook was next on the list. A perfectly normal principal in a relatively average school, Miss Cook was always present, doing her job without ever garnering any extra attention. This made Zoe suspicious. Principal Cook has packages delivered every day at 11.30 on the dot. Same delivery driver, same white bag. A careful inspection of Principal Cook's office was in order. Jenna created a distraction by stopping Miss Cook in the hallway in between classes. Miss Cook, Jenna was talking fast. I'm supposed to write a paper about a woman I admire, and I want to write about you. Can I ask you a few questions? Well, was all Miss Cook could muster before Jenna unleashed a barrage of questions. While this went on, Zoe crawled through an air vent that led directly to the principal's office. She opened a hatch, threw down a rope, and rappelled into the office. She looked around, through drawers, under, and on the desk. Jackpot, Zoe whispered to herself when she found Miss Cook's phone. Soon after, Zoe was jolted by the voices of Miss Cook and her partner, Jenna. The latter was forceful. But, Principal Cook, I have one or two more. Some other time, the principal urged as she entered the office. 
Thankfully, Zoe had just enough time to climb back up the rope, reattach the duct hatch, and escape to safety. Jenna looked around for Zoe, and seeing nothing, thanked Miss Cook for her time, and left quickly. It's not her, Zoe was dismayed. How do you know? Her phone, Zoe explained. Most used apps. Grubhub is number one. She's not getting super-secret packages from some enemy of the state. She has lunch delivered every day. That must be nice. Days passed with few leads. An oddly detached and unfocused Spanish teacher had got on the radar, but turned out he was just exhausted. He works nights at the Olive Garden, Zoe revealed. Went there with my parents last night. He was our server. Dick. A bus driver who never spoke ever at all to anyone raised some red flags. But it turned out he had headphones in his ears 24-7. You can't see them cause his long hair, Jenna had figured it out. But that's podcast guy. He listens to podcasts around the clock. Professor A is going to pull us out if we don't come up with something soon, Jenna was worried. It wasn't her first case, but it was her first big one. She really wanted to crack it. Zoe responded, It seems like we've looked into everyone except Mrs. Wilson. They both laughed at the prospect of the kindly old librarian being at the center of an elaborate plan to steal government secrets and send them overseas, all the while hiding out in a school, endlessly arranging young adult titles on dusty bookshelves. Then, they both stopped laughing. Blending in. That's what you said to look for. Jenna had a light bulb moment. Does anyone blend in more than Mrs. Wilson? Jenna and Zoe put on black suits to look professional, stilted shoes to appear taller, and mega-realistic skin-tight face masks to assume alternate identities. Mrs. Wilson, Jenna in disguise, blurted out, we need to talk to you. The interrogation was long and involved, and Mrs. Wilson passed the test. It's not her, Jenna was sure. I've got a hunch, something off with her vocab. She talks younger than she looks. Zoe followed her gut. I'll tail her after school. You give that gym teacher, Xavier, one more look. Zoe's phone kept buzzing, Professor A calling and texting for updates. Zoe ignored them all. She didn't want to be reprimanded. Especially when she was so close. Zoe hopped on her moped and followed Wilson, at a distance all over town. Wilson appeared to be running errands, bank, grocery store, post office. Then she drove outside city limits, onto a back road, and toured a run-down shack in the middle of nowhere. Now this is getting interesting, Zoe murmured. Wilson exited her car. Her normally slow, plodding walk suddenly turned quite fast. She simultaneously peeled off a face mask, 
Zoe observed that Mrs. Wilson was not actually a 60-year-old woman, but at a distance appeared to be much younger. The new Wilson ran into the shack. Zoe texted for backup, or tried to, but her phone was out of range. She crept carefully around the mysterious ramshackle building. She put her ear to the building's walls, trying to make sense of the buzz of conversation from within. Zoe was stealthy, but not sly enough. The young woman, formerly known as Mrs. Wilson, snuck up on her, hit her hard in the back of the head, knocking her to the ground, nearly out cold. Gotcha. Just a second before being knocked out cold by Jenna. Jenna's surprise appearance came just in time. Wilson's no-good friends stormed out in attack mode and moved on Jenna. They underestimated the kid spy, though. Jenna used her secret agent training, kung fu and hand-to-hand combat skills, to take out all four of them. Then she attended to a confused Zoe. How did you... Zoe was struggling to speak. I hid out in Wilson's trunk. Wasn't comfortable with you following on your own, Jenna explained. Zoe smiled. I talked to Professor A, too. Put a tracker on the car. Professor A arrived on the scene minutes later. With secret agent Kids Society reinforcements. Arrest them all, A commanded. Jenna? Zoe? You saved the day. Wilson was using this rural encampment, far off the grid, to hide state secrets and sell them to U.S. rivals. Disguised to throw the scent off any whiff of suspicion. Now Wilson and associates were shut down. The spy ring was cut off. It was a winning day for the secret agent, Kids Society, and for all of us. That's all for this week, listeners. More super secret agent Kids Society stories coming soon. In the meantime, have a wild and wonderful and weird and fun week. Be good to each other. Be helpers. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a bat. Or a blob. Or a bug. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.